Console Wars. So many casualties. Hello and welcome to Triangle Squared. I'm your host, Brett, backing alongside me, Mr. Saw Bridges, bringing you lucky episode 54. Nope, 55. We just talked about that. And it's it's episode, lucky episode 55. I apologize for everyone. Saul's tired. He just got off just of work. brain, brain foggy right now. Well, Saul, you know what we got to do? We do. We got to let people know who we are. Yeah, we are Triangle we Squared. From. A PlayStation Podcast. We post to YouTube in video format every Monday at 10 a.m. PST and 12 p.m. CST. And we also post to uh, all podcast services. I say all, yeah, a plethora of of, uh, podcast services. Still working on Spotify. I'm hoping to get it one of these days, but who knows what will happen. If you like what we do here, think about giving us a subscribe if it's on YouTube or following us on podcast services. And if you like what we do even more, Give us a review to help get our numbers up there. People can find us a little easier, uh, and it lets us know how we're doing and what you'd like to see, things that we may not have thought of yet that we sometimes like to get some feedback and interject into the show. But having said that, Saul, what have you been playing this week? Two games. Literally two games. Okay. Um, what two games? I say that. I hate I hate people like that, too, literally. because it's not literally. Um, I mean, maybe. No, I've played more than two games. Um, so I sprinkled in a little bit of Fortnite here and there. Kind of burnt out in the game in a weird way because I played so much of it back way back when. But a couple rounds of Fortnite, I hopped on Monster Hunter to fight the Devil Joe, which was pretty fun. Um, okay, so that, is that the official pronunciation? I guess so. That's what I've heard everybody pronouncing him as. Devil Joe? or the Pickle. And every quest related to him is a, is a pun on pickles. Like the one I accepted last time was like relish the moment or something. <laughs> so it was pretty cool. Um, tried to fight him tempered though. That did not work at all. So I gave up on that. Um, I bought Overwatch on Blizznet on my PC. And my God, how fun that is on PC compared to console. I don't know if it's the keyboard and mouse. I don't know what it is. But Are you it's... playing with keyboard and mouse? Yep. I don't, wow. I, yep. It's super fun. And, I figured um, you would be the one to, to try and transition, slow transition at least. No, I've, I've been pretty much playing, if it's on PC, if it's a third-person action-adventure game, I play with a controller. Just to try. That feel, no, that just feels the, the best like to me. Than sure. any other game, I've, I've been playing keyboard and mouse, like uh, Dragon, not Dragon Age, what's it called? Uh, Divinity? Divinity 2, I've been playing with keyboard and mouse, Overwatch. Sure. Um, oh, well, like Spec Ops, like, you know, if it's a third-person game, more than likely I'm playing it with a controller if it's a direct control game. But other than Overwatch, which I've played probably three hours of, because that's all I've really had time this week, on the nights that I'm home sitting on the couch in the living room, I have been playing Darkest Dungeon on Switch, and I have re-fallen back in love with that game. I probably put 12 hours of that into this into that game alone this week, um, just because of how easy it is to pick up and play, go to a dungeon, um, either terribly fail or succeed and get out, and it's just real fun. That's interesting. That game, that game is on Vita, right? I do not recommend uh, it on Vita. Did you play I it on Vita? Specific, I, yeah, that's where I originally bought it. And it, it didn't run poor, it's the controls. The controls are are bad on Vita. And it's a mixture of having to use back touchpad and touchpad Ooh, to keep yeah. all the controls now, touch, simple. Now, touchpad's fine. There's I way, mean, touchpad. I'm saying touch screen is fine yeah, for that, me on most games. And, yeah, that's an option um, on the Switch. Even the Switch, I've run into issues, which it doesn't make a whole lot of sense because this is uh, the same exact number of buttons a controller has. Um, well, but, what is the game a certain way on PS4 and not on Switch? I don't know. I've never. I have it on PS4 because it was cross by when I got it on Vita. Um, but I've never tried that out. I will say though that the the buttons do take a, take a while to get used to, anyways. But sure. I will say that if you're willing to go into it, 
at least if you bought it on Vita, you have it on PS4 if you don't like it. So I did not like Silver lining. I, I had like 30 minutes of that game, and I, I couldn't do it. The, the controls were terrible. Um, but yeah, pretty much the, um, those those games there. What about you, sir? You been playing anything good? I don't remember if this was before last time, but I'm going to go ahead and mention it again. Got the Platinum in Far Cry 5. Uh, Can't remember if that was last episode or not or either. So there yeah. you go, viewers. No, no it, it couldn't have been. I, I, I'm pretty sure you tweeted that out to us. Monday. Monday or Tuesday, yeah. Uh, who knows? Either way, I had some people helping me. Shout out Blake Popst, as I yeah. now know. Liam. Uh, Liam and Babame, otherwise Josh, if I'm not mistaken on his name. Hope I'm right. Good, sir. Uh, and I actually played with uh, one of our new listeners, and I, I apologize. I do not know your name off the top of my head. Uh, if you remember... My username's Chimera086. You can add me. We can play some other stuff together. I think we're planning on going back to Far Cry 4, at least the, the group of people who are into the Far Cry 5 Platinum and, and getting that Platinum. So if you're interested in I'm that... I'm to pick that up and do that with know. you guys. That sounds fun. I yeah, still, the, I still mm-hmm. need to play Far Cry 4, and I'm... May oh, not, you never played it. Yeah, dude, definitely. I may not have, any, I may not have the same complaints that everybody else did, because I never played Far Cry 3 either. The, biggest, well, here's you know, the biggest the problem hour. you're going to find, uh, is that the game, because of Far Cry 5's success, has shot back up in price used. Now, you know... I, uh, digitally, it never dropped, so that was an issue. But so, how much is it like used? Thirty. No, that's not worth it. For yeah, me. Uh, that's my problem too. Getting God of War on on uh, on Thursday night, and I will be plentiful entertained with that. Sure. The only other thing I've played, uh, and I played a good amount of, is I finally decided after me and Liam have talked over and over and over again. After he finally went back and did get the platinum, I went back to the original near trying to platinum it. And the specific trophies I'm on, I just don't think I have it in me to do. It's uh, You have to go to the scrapyard, and that's where you go to upgrade your weapons right. uh, in that game. And the weapons require very specific materials. A lot of them are rare drops from already rare monsters to encounter, right? Uh, I did it. I, I did multiple. I tried getting multiple materials and grinded the same monster like four hours each time, right? And uh, did not wait, get a nope. single one of the materials I was looking for. And I was like, I don't know if the game's just messed up or what. And then I'm also too far in the game to get some of them that are, that are at collection points where it's signs on the ground. You just go to it. What was the Keyblade in Kingdom Hearts mm-hmm. 2 you had to farm for? Oh, man. Kingdom, you mean Kingdom Hearts 1? or Kingdom Hearts 2, two was uh, the... the uh, uh, Ultimate Keyblade, and that was because, if, if I'm not mistaken, there shouldn't be another one because I think yeah, you had well, to no. get the Aura Chalcum Pluses from is that every the world. One you have to grind for. I guess that's it. I know what the Ultimate Keyblade King, now, is. Now, Kingdom Hearts One Ultimate Keyblade is way different. You have no, to get I the Mystery not, Goo. And no, it's, I did not. Uh, wait, yeah, it was Mystery oh, Goo is hard, no, boy. Yeah, never mind. I say hard. It's not. It's it's not hard. It's annoying because not only do you have to randomly have the mushrooms spawn into whatever area. <laughs> typically, it's deep. Uh, deep jungle or whatever it's called yeah. uh, for Tarzan is where I would do it second, and it would spawn in the camp uh, it would spawn in the camp and then when you're in the camp uh, when you can run in and out of it it'll eventually spawn them in there then you have I to just watch that. them and you have to if they're hot they'll fan themselves and right. you have to blast them, blast them with Blazaga if they're cold you gotta hit them with, with Faraga and then if um, there's, they fall on the ground and they, you have to use Kira yeah. on them so I mean that's actually a great idea yeah, no, I thought that was really fun great idea. it was just it took a executed. long time yeah because it was like it's already a rare drop from these things that you never see. So same problem. That's right, because in, in Kingdom Hearts 2, I beat Sephiroth, and I just used Fenrir from then on out. Yeah, yeah. So. And Fenrir was a good Keyblade. It had a oh, really yeah. long reach. Yeah. Of course, you're that, getting Sephiroth. Yeah, you know, that's true. Yeah, you know, blade. His, his blade. His Murasama. But yeah, that's actually it. I, I've decided that for the time being, I've grinded too much near, and I just I don't have it in me to do it. Yeah, don't don't, don't burn yourself out. I'll, and I'll I love the game. Like I would hate to day. get the Platinum and, and, and become... Like, to a point where I hate the game just See, because of it. That's so. I haven't played Monster Hunter a whole lot because I I, I haven't know. burned myself out of it, but I I need to I don't want on. to. Yeah, I need to hop back on. I've told uh, Ryan I, would definitely I plan play to do it with tomorrow. You guys. So. Like 
yeah, I'm off on Tuesday. Uh, so if you guys want to play, we'll definitely play. Sure. Um, Two games I got to get into, and I finally bought today to make sure that I'd finally get them. What a I weird got Moss. Time. Uh, yeah, right. I got Moss and Rick and Morty VR. Problem with Rick and Morty VR is it's thirty dollars, which is was the same price that um, is it a short game? This is Alchemy. Yes, it's Alchemy Labs, uh, and it's I mean technically it's as much as you want, just right. goofing it's, around. It's but basically, Job Simulator. Uh, it's made by the same people that made Job Simulator. And that's no, what I'm saying. So, Alchemy Labs. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So when you do that, I know that paying thirty dollars for this game, I know it's worth it realistically because I'll have fun. But it was different getting the surprise of the way the game plays when you bought a Job Simulator. It became worth it. Yeah, it's such. Whereas a, it's this, such I know a, what it is, so I'm like, ah, oh, man, I wish it was twenty. I don't mean it in an insulting way, but it's such a novelty that it's a oh, good, it is. It's a I don't. Novelty. It's not something that you really play again. Just like Accounting Plus, it was something that I was like, this is really yeah. funny. I loved it, but I don't need to play it again. It's a great thing to show people because it's really a fun way to deal with. That's that's VR. and that's the weird thing about VR too is that it's such a almost of a a party system, but at the same time, not like it's so yeah. fun to show somebody because I can tell you were having fun showing me Resident Evil Seven. And you were having fun showing me all of the other VR games because you were watching my reactions and stuff. But in reality, it's just one person, you know. So it's, yeah. it's such a weird. Well, thing. it's just different when you have somebody with you. It, it becomes like, a, oh, I'm trying to showcase. Yeah. When you're doing it by yourself, you just you're getting into it. You know, that's so. I mean, I play VR still a good amount. I mean, there's still things I need to play and want to play. Like Moss, I've really been wanting to play. So it's my. Yeah, now that looks really good. Aiming to be my next two platinums throughout this next week, depending on whether I pick up Far Cry Four, I haven't decided. I'm pretty sure I. I don't know. Liam's trying to teeter me over. He he wants me to conquer Karat with him, but I don't know uh, if I can do it. Far Cry Four. Yeah, so I think that I'm going to try and get Moss, and I know I can get Rick and Morty VR in probably one sitting. So I'll probably do both of those, and those will be my next two platinums. Maybe I'll get back around the near. But Saul, so go ahead and move into the drop so we can get this going. Sure thing. For those that do not know, the drop is on the PlayStation blog over there on blog.us.playstation.com. They do all the work. We just they read do it. all the work. These are this week's current releases. Uh, so, of course, this episode comes out Monday. Most of these will be coming out Tuesday. We have a couple on Thursday we'll get into. We have Assetto Corsa Ultimate Edition for PS4 coming out the same day of God of War. Uh, may you rest in peace. We have Casey Powell Lacrosse 18 for PS4. Drive on Moscow for PS4 coming out on Friday. Or Thursday, I'm sorry. We have God of War coming out on PS4 available in retails across the world and, of course, digitally uh, coming out on Thursday as well. We have Gunhouse for PS4. We have Phantom Trigger for PS4 out Thursday. Slide for PS4 out on Thursday. Yakuza 6, The Song of Life for PS4. Another game you can buy in stores and digitally. And that is the last game on the list for this week. And interesting week here, we have two big old hitters coming out, Yakuza 6 and God of War. And then a lot of other smaller indie titles that are coming out on the same day. Bold move, Cotton. Bold move, <laughs> Bold yeah. move. So, I mean, I think it's pretty safe to say that our most anticipated game of the next week is God of War. God of War, of course. It's been my most Me anticipated you, game for quite some time. I, so. I did mention a tweet that I was going to get it digitally. Now it's, my schedule has moved around at work, so I'm actually going to go pick it up physically since I can get off that night. It was really going to be me getting off work at 10 p.m. on Thursday, and I did have access to getting it at that point, and it was just like, I'm going to want to play it on midnight that night. I'm so going to go ahead and just it. download yeah. it and preload so it. I'm going to get it now three hours earlier than midnight and play it then. Which but, is uh, even better. See, that's actually is. a good setup. It is, so it, it works out really well for yeah. me. Yeah, sadly for me, I say sadly. That's what I was telling you. It's, it's like using that wording is weird, but unfortunately... 
God of War comes out on the same day as my anniversary celebration. And anniversaries are more important, so sorry, God of War. I'll try and play you as much as I can on I never Thursday. thought I'd be able to say I'm going to beat a God of War game before you, and it's going to happen. I'm going to uh, beat this game Saturday. I'm telling you, it's going to be Horizon, glued to the seat, headphones on all day long. Yeah, you're I'm probably going super to. Excited. So what I'm going to need you to do is not say a word to me oh, until no, I come back I and get to play it. So. I'm not. I'm not going to say but it that's at all. Okay. So um, I, I will go ahead and move into the news for now. And this has been an interesting week for news for me at least uh somewhat sad also uh so first thing is crushingly i really can't stand that this is going on but alternate dimension terraria spinoff uh, terraria otherworld has been canceled after years of development trouble so this was originally announced in like 2014 uh, uh or 15, 15 one of the two uh, so this has been three years of going back and forth and they recently about a year ago said that they were going to start trying to like they, they were going to basically restart trying to get it up to scratch and get it to where it could come out. And sadly, they decided that it would be too much work to get the game back to snuff uh, in a sense that they'd be able to release it in a reasonable time frame. So they figured cut their losses and go out. One of the things I thought was interesting is that, so the original um, developers, uh, the original developers for it were saying, like uh, for Terraria, uh, were saying that their biggest problem they did was uh, hire a contract studio to make the game instead of doing it in-house. Because it was meant to be a side project, right? So they right. wanted it to be very specific, but they said that if they move forward with anything like that again, they know that it needs to be done in-house and that they are using this as a lesson learned, which is unfortunate because I actually thought the idea of the game was cool and the alpha footage they showed, but if it was an inch, you know, a mile wide but an inch deep, then that's not good. So maybe it's just better it doesn't exist. Um, next thing up, EA's A Way Out has now sold over 1 million copies in its first month which according to reports was more than EA expected it to sell lifetime. So congratulations to the guys over at Hazel light. That's the name of that studio. That's Joseph, uh, Mr. F the Oscars dudes eccentric. If there ever was he one, is. that was, a, that was, a, well, it wasn't just F the Oscars. Was it, wasn't it something else he was saying? Probably. But, uh, one interesting thing that he mentioned recently in a video with, uh, uh an IGN, um, that was my foot. Sorry. Anyway, <laughs> an IGN uh, interview that he did, he he actually said, and I just thought this was uh, interesting to bring up, that he was about a week before he signed with EA, he was very close to signing with Microsoft for the game. So Microsoft would have had a really well done exclusive. Is it all on Xbox? Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's, no, that's what I thought. It would have been an exclusive. Right. Yeah. He would That game would have signed as an exclusive game for Xbox. And he said that the main reason he didn't is he, he was waiting a week and trying to figure out. He said he basically was going to do it. But then EA called and they have offices in um, Sweden, which I think is, if I'm not mistaken, or Switzerland, one of the two, uh, wherever he's from. So he decided to do it there from ease of access. Uh, Interesting. So Super cool. If Microsoft would have happened to not be in Seattle and have something in wherever he was from, that may have been a killer exclusive for them. But alas, no exclusives for Microsoft, at least not right now. Um, I say that. Sea of Thieves, but you know, we just we choose not to talk about that. We'll get into console wars here in a little bit. All right. So next thing up, a new report by Kotaku's Jason Schreier suggests that 2K has a secret studio working on an unannounced Bioshock game, headed up by some of the developers from Mafia Three developer Hangar Thirteen. Uh, this is interesting. You know, it's been a while. I mean, what was Infinite was 2012? I feel like. Uh, that sounds, sounds right. about right. 2011 um, or 12, I think. It was either 12 or 13, I'm fairly positive. But regardless, it's been quite a few years since Bioshock. And then, of course, the, the long-fabled Bioshock Vita that never came to be. You know, one of those announcing a game before you're even working on it, and it just never comes to be. But um, Oh, yeah, you're right. 2013. Yeah, okay. That so, seems so much a little bit older than me. Yeah. Or older than that, for some reason. Yeah. Anyway, with that being said, I mean, I know that you've mentioned some disappointments with the way that you thought Infinite 
was handled. Yeah, I was. Talking uh, I thought about Infinite it. was cool. I mean, don't be wrong. I'm. Not, it wasn't the greatest thing in the world, and it definitely did lose a little bit of the. Like you know, when you're playing the original Bioshock, definitely when it came out in the style that it was, it wasn't something common. Uh, and Where it was way more of a blow this? on the Discord chat. Okay, I don't know why I remember. I thought I remember talking to you vocally about this. No. I was like, "Where?" But that said, I know that you had some issues. But I mean, I'm I'm generally excited to see a new Bioshock game. Now the idea, the thing is like, how well would the Bioshock game do with or without Ken Levine because he's yeah. obviously not with him. And the thing is, is that obviously I Ken Levine do- did Bioshock One, right? And Bioshock right. One was great. Now Bioshock Two, story wise, was middling to an extent. Yeah, uh, it was still, good, but it had but, great gameplay, right? And then Bioshock Infinite came back with a great story, great gameplay, but also a little more corridor. I don't know. It was very interesting ideas between. I like the somewhat more atmospheric tension of Bioshock 1, but it felt almost more horror-based, whereas Infinite started to feel a little bit more action-y. Yeah, and um, but, uh, Bioshock 2, correct me if I'm wrong for the viewers out there, but I'm 99% sure that also had multiplayer that was fun. It did. But also made it to where literally the people higher level were stronger than you were. I think so. Yeah, that I was think so. One. But I do know it had multiplayer, so that, that's the only one that's had multiplayer, so... Uh, anyway, that's interesting to see. Now, how lo- how far out, since it being unannounced, how far out that is, who knows? That could be something they've been working on for only a year or so, which means it could be a way out. But it's cool to see Bioshock coming back. I was saying uh-huh. that I think it needs to be... A way out. Yeah. It needs to be such a big shakeup, almost like we're seeing with God of War, I think. Now, I mean, yeah, the Bioshock, they could go the easy route with the way the Infinite sets things up, but I'm not going to go too far into that. There's going to be a lighthouse. So. I know it. <laughs> There has to be a lighthouse. That lighthouse has been in every game. I'm going to be shocked if it's not in third. Okay, next up, Sega announced that Dreamcast Four. Classics Shenmue 1 and 2, it's about freaking time, uh, will be making their way to current-gen consoles, but not necessarily in the form of a remaster, which is interesting. Uh, while the collection will have some improvements, such as improved UI, uh, scalable resolution, the option of modern uh, a modernized control scheme, and choice of Japanese or English voiceover, since that's something that's gotten really big lately. Uh, there will be there will not be any rework textures, though. Lighting or other improvements to the general look of the world. Uh, no price or date have been confirmed at this time either. That sounds a little weird. They're saying scalable resolution. Is it just going to stretch the image? So yeah, and I'm worried about that too because uh, I don't know enough about what they mean by scalable. I mean, or if it's going to just take the resolution and bring more into frame. I'm sure they're going to have to do some text reworking too, from going from the uh, original resolution. 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 To make sure it's readable. I'm really disappointed, though, they're not doing any texture rework. That almost makes me just not want to buy it. Like, I'm kind of excited for it. I'm going to keep my eyes on it. Well, like, small trivia. Do you remember, and you may not, I remember because I had a Dreamcast, and I was like, you just want whatever you can play on Dreamcast. When Shenmue 1 first came out, it was the most expensive game ever developed. Uh, no, I did not know that. Yeah. I didn't even know that until now. Yeah. Until this team so. just told me. No, that's interesting. And. The, the funny thing was... I that, don't think that was true of 2, because 2 was like a Hail Mary for the Dreamcast. Yeah, no, and then yeah. it ended up getting ported to the Xbox. Which was which is actually where I played it. I played the first one on Dreamcast at Seth's house, and then I played 2 on Xbox, and I rented that from Blockbuster. Oh, weird. I yeah, had, I never played yeah. 2. I played 1, but... It's not as good as 1 was, that's for sure. I mean, Well, it, it's it also wasn't as expensive as far as I can... I mean, from what reports say, but uh, you know how it is. So, uh, next up, and this is actually, just because it's been so long since they originally talked about it, but the long, silent, and twice-delayed Walking Dead game by Payday developer Overkill Studios is back and with a release window alongside it. Uh, There was a new trailer portraying Maya, one of the four playable characters for the game. Uh, While not a solid date, the trailer ends with just a fall 2018. Uh, So, we'll see if that pans out. It's already been been, uh, pushed back twice. 
But with them being a little more ballsy on it, I think that that's interesting. I think it's probably going to be pretty true. Only thing about that right now is we've already talked about the litany of games coming out this year. Where do you release this game? You know what I mean? It's like constantly in my mind. Where are you putting these things? There's not a. There's not really not a August? smart August. You have September. Right, like it has to be early, early, early August, August have, right? Because then you go into the hell that is. And um, what else comes out in September? Oh, Red Dead. Red Dead's October. You're right. What else is in September than Spyro? Spider Man. Yeah, and then something else that I'm I'm sorry I can't think of Spyro. No, but something else is a thing. No, it's just so good I'm putting it in there twice. <laughs> you don't even know, but no, we know what the original game. Oh, is. it better. I mean, Vicarious Visions isn't doing it though, which. Toys for Bob, hey, it looks good. I know, yeah. I'll I say, I Toys for Bob, smack. they do almost, they do all of the um, Skylanders. Skylanders games, don't they? So, I mean, whatever. The Skylanders games aren't necessarily fun to me, but they're fun to someone. They look like well-made games, I would say that. I played one on DS, 3DS, and it wasn't bad. I don't think bad. I've played any of them, which it, is interesting. It so. wasn't bad, but it was certainly something. <laughs> certainly something. All right, uh, next up, God of War. Speaking of which, uh, the review embargo lifted this past week, and unless you've been living under a rock, you've likely seen its litany of great scores, currently sitting at a 95 on Metacritic. That's insanity. That's uh, And from all the ones we've had so far that I could find, I, I've counted them, 29 tens. Oh, 29 now? See, 29. as far as what Metacritic, now this was at the time of writing the news, but at the time uh, I wrote this, which was this morning actually, Metacritic had it listed for 26 perfect scores. Well, and the, and I may be counting the little, the little like the reviewers on YouTube and stuff that may that, not count, that towards, don't Metacritic. count towards it. Yeah, yeah, sure. From what I've seen, though, I've seen 29 10s and I've seen three eight or 9.5s and I've seen one eight. Yeah, I like to I like to give Metacritic the benefit of the doubt as being the what should be and now you know it's, what it's should be and what is now well, well, well what should be considered a creditable. Uh, well, know, I was saying the way their review system works, critics versus. Uh, oh, sure, yeah, but right now we're going off all critics, and I just think yeah, if you're if you're set up for that, I don't know how hard it is, but I like to think that most of their people are credible. Now, this does bring up something where Ryan was talking about, uh, you know, with all of the stuff going on, and it is a business. Would Sony pay people off to make sure that this game reviewed well? I think we're going to find out in about five days. Exactly. I mean, I think you will definitely know if the game comes out and everybody. Well, not everybody, but a majority of people get it, and they're like, what is this? This is not what I signed up for. And they're not people trying to reach across from the Xbox aisle and be like, Four well, days. that game sucks, you know. But I'm just like, you know, generally speaking, if 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 a lot of people come out and go, or a sizable group go, what the hell is this game? Then, yeah, maybe you've got a problem there. But, I mean, I'm fairly positive that this game just tried to do, like, learn enough of its lessons. And, you know, they, they constantly compare it to The Last of Us and they learn from The Last of Us. Well, The Last of Us was this for PlayStation Three, so I mean, if that's what's kind of going off of, I mean, it could be end up being one of the better rated games now. I don't know about all that, but who knows? I'm just saying, who knows? Uh, next up, Ron's gonna love this one. PS4 firmware oh, update man, five point fifty three released this last week, adding some more of that ever so sought after sweet nectar from the gods that is system stability. Uh, the update weighs in at four hundred and forty megabytes for those who have yet to update or may suffer from terribly slow internet. Hopefully, you don't. If you do, my condolences. I hate slow internet. Uh, the Vita also received an update this past week, but likely due to rumors of an exploit that was possible in this. Uh, and again, exploit it being who you can't. They've still not broken it to where you can run unsigned. Well, I say unsigned. You can run unsigned code, but not uh, games that they've not broken through where games are yet. So anyway, they still probably did it in a manner to try and minimize that they like they normally do that every time that there's a one of those you know they don't care enough about the vita anymore to just give it you know they don't the vita doesn't need system stability it, just needs, it sure does and it <laughs> needs a bullet in the head so we can have a handheld a new handheld already oh Saul, you're so mean man 
I just I want a new handheld. I got you. Around. I got you. All right, next up, action-based uh, offshoot of Front Mission. I don't know if you remember this, but Left Alive, which was announced at uh, Tokyo Game Show last year, uh, was recently subject of a Famitsu article that talked about the development of the game and stated that a 2018 release is expected for a, this game. Another release Again, date. Which, where the where? hell? Yeah, where is it going to go? I don't know, it's man. It's almost impossible at this point unless it's in December. There's still nothing slotted for December that I know now, of. Yeah, and see, but December, that's what we, I was or talking. Or even November. I was talking with Justin. Other than you my know, college. Duty and Battlefield. Yeah, I was talking with Justin today, and we were talking about, you know, the thing about December is it's typically used for a more niche game where it's, you know, it gets yeah, well, a window. This, this I don't know if I'd consider well, this. Though. Maybe, maybe not. I don't see that. He's I, hoping to make this into a franchise, you know, so who uh, knows? Yeah. Moving into the action base, it has a chance. Um, next up, Stardew Valley, and this is good for if Liam wants to help Sarah out with her long, long game of Stardew Valley. But Stardew Valley's long-awaited multiplayer update seems to be coming along well. And according to a tweet from one of the developers, it should be ready in about a month. So we'll see, because this has been talked about over and over and over. It's going to be so good on the, well, on the Switch. I was going to say in general, but... You know, it, <laughs> it'll be so good on the Switch Andy, only. We're gonna have to get another Switch eventually because Animal Crossing is coming out at some point. So in I its think life. I think you need to make a Switch. Uh, you really like Switch. I think you need to make a Switch podcast. That, I do. That gonna, you and Andy do. I'm trying to think of. Like, <laughs> I'm trying to think of what a, what a, a cool name for it would be. But go ahead. I don't know. Turn it over and Switch. Ooh la la la! You can use that. See if Will Smith doesn't mind you using his song. No, he will. Uh, prob- probably will. Yeah. Uh, maybe not. I've heard Will Smith is a real cool guy, but maybe he's not. Uh, yeah, Scientology is. Kind of a fickle thing. Is she a Scientologist? Yes. I didn't know that. <laughs> <laughs> I don't apparently keep up with Will Smith enough. Anyway, next up, uh, the Disgaea Hour of Darkness remake is coming sooner than expected, at least for Japanese fans, sadly so. Uh, the game will launch on PS4 and Switch. That's the upside for you. Yeah, no, I'm getting it on uh, Switch more. July 26th 100%. in Japan as Disgaea Oops. Refine. No news as to when it will be localized, though. So, who knows? Uh, next Super up, excited. PS Plus, and this is the last thing, PS Plus members are in for a treat as Spotify has partnered with PlayStation to give PlayStation Plus subscribers a 10% discount on their Spotify membership. Something important to note, this does not work if you have a student discount, too. You could oh, pick. of course. Why would yeah. you? Because a student no, a discount. A lot of people thought it would. Oh, yeah. So, like, well, the student discount gives you Hulu and Spotify for five bucks. Okay, I don't know. I don't, I don't know. Sean was telling me at work the other day that like Hulu has a special where you can get Hulu for $6 for a year. I don't know what's going on, but that sounds like... I, I don't know if I believe that. Well, it could be he was renewing, and they mm-hmm. were like, come back to us. Here's a one-time limited offer. Oh, he you was know. canceling or whatever? Yeah, that too, that. yeah. Um, hey, possibly. I will go ahead and hop into the beautiful reader mail questions. And if you guys did not know, every Friday on Twitter over there at Triangle SQRD, we post out a tweet letting you know to submit your questions, and we'll answer them. We'll answer three. We'll pick three of these questions. And uh, the ones that we don't answer, we're going to have a reader mail episode at the end of every single month. That's going to be a bonus episode, of course, and it's going to come out the same week as another episode of Triangle Squared Will. Executive decision here. Executive decision. I I have a fourth that I'm just gonna throw in so it doesn't count because it's almost a joke one, but I'm gonna. Okay then. I think you know which one it is. Uh there's 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 a, there's a couple jokes in here. And I'm there not are too a sure couple which. jokes in here. Which one are you going with first? So I'll let you choose first. I'll say Richard Rivero. What is your favorite PlayStation One memory? Mm. It does not come from my house or my my mom and stepdad's house. Coincidentally enough, it comes from Chase's house. One of our oh old school boy, friends. I know you're talking about yeah. And it was just like I'll never forget it. We were. Over there at his house, we were playing Crash Bandicoot. We were spending the night, 
and like we 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 were stuck on a level, and I cannot think of what level it was. Like I, I'm going through my mind thinking of all the Crash One levels, and I can't even think of it. I can't even picture it. Slippery I just, climb. No, I, I just remember <laughs> I being that. stuck, and like I, it was around ten thirty, which is kind of late for you know ten and eleven, twelve year olds, however old we were. Um, because his dad went to bed, his mom was in there making us. God, like, you playing? You I forget you play. You started playing PlayStation so late. I mean, yeah, I guess so. I mean, well, you, you, you talked about like, you didn't get into like you got. Oh, you, you didn't I was get like into nine when the when sixty four came out. That's what I'm saying, man. I, two it's years just, later, <laughs> I, I, oh, you're two years older than me. I forget this. Yeah, but anyway, um, she asked us if we wanted hot cocoa, so we're all in there in the kitchen goofing off, making hot cocoa, and we're having to stay quiet because his dad's asleep, and like, I'll never forget it. We were trying to be funny, and Chase took a can of chocolate whipped cream and was making fart noises just by clicking it or whatever. And so he held it in his butt, and he clicked it, and he clicked it too hard, and chocolate whipped cream went everywhere. And, of course, he was shooting it out of his butt, and it was fantastic. I remember we cleaned that up and played more Crash Bandicoot and went to sleep. But, Brett, I think we might have gone over yours, actually. What is it? I feel like I know it. Out of curiosity, is it... Is it tied in as well? Tied in. To Crash? Yeah. I, what do you think it is? I, out of curiosity. Because this is going back to episode one, probably. I'm thinking that, but I see, that's that it. That's it. I don't know if I know it exactly, but I remember it being Crash, and I, it's not Blockbuster involved. Where you took the disc back to Blockbuster? No, no, well, no that okay. was Kingdom Hearts 2. That was Kingdom Hearts 1. Was it just having <laughs> to play it because you couldn't turn it off? Uh, yeah. Okay, that's okay. I was like, no, that's okay, not- no, that's that's Crash Bandicoot one. I didn't have a memory card for Crash Bandicoot one, so we had to beat it in one sitting. That's what I thought we were talking uh, about. Oh, I'm sorry, Crash Bandicoot. No, it wasn't Crash Bandicoot one. What was it? I don't know. Damn, I can't remember now. Crash Bandicoot one had passcodes, so you didn't have to remember. Oh. You could just type them in. Crash Bandicoot two and three did not carry that forward. I want to say my favorite places in one memory, and you know, it always changes as you start to think about things. Uh, there's a little known game for a lot of people that was actually made. Um, by uh, Polyphony Digital, or at least the team that went on to become Polyphony Digital, which are the Gran Turismo uh, developers. And it was a racing game. It was like a kart racing style game on PlayStation 1 called uh, Mototune Grand Prix. And actually, the game was Mototune Grand Prix 2 here because the first one never released here. Uh, and I love that game. I still have it on my PS3 and plop it in and play it every now and then because it's just fun. Um, anyway, the, re- the final release here had a, a mode where you could play with like tanks in battle and me and Trace would just sit there for hours on end with his little tank mini game battling each other. And, I mean, me and Trace were mean as hell to each other as kids. So we're like yelling and throwing contro- like controllers at each other. And I don't know. It was just really fun. And, you know, it's funny. I-, I always remember that. And you had to do some weird stuff to unlock it. But it was a great game. And I really – very fun. You know, that's that's probably in terms of my – because, you know, memories are a little bit better when there's someone that you were goofing off and sharing them with. Uh but yeah, that's that's a good one. It's a good question, Richard. Thanks, bud. Thank you. We got one more question before one of our um, good. Okay, where to go? Never mind. There we go. One of our good friends of the show actually asked a question that's somewhat related to the topic, so we're going to save his for last uh, to jump into it and um, kind of segue ourselves into the topic. But is this the question you're going to ask? <laughs> okay. Well, here I'm going to go with this other question then, because I was like, you said joke question. Um, Sean Sanderud said, "Do you guys ever mobile game?" If so, what do you play? I've I've spoken about uh, Yu-Gi-Oh! Duel Links. I don't play it. Which is funny because Richard actually talks about that. Richard Rivera. Yeah, he talks and, about that every now and then. He's still pretty active in it, if I'm and, not mistaken. And I, I don't play it anymore. I still watch a YouTuber who plays it. Oddly enough, like I watch him play because it's so interesting to see how the game works and how it's played. Um, but no, not really. Like unless you consider Switch mobile gaming, then no. No, no, no. I mean mobile gaming like a cell phone. Yeah, no, no. yeah, I know. I know some people who are, who kind of. 
we'll, we'll consider Handheld's it. mobile? I mean, I guess you can be mobile, but I can be mobile while I'm playing PlayStation if I want. No, we've had this discussion. <laughs> Shut up. Uh, Brett, do you play any games on your cell phone? Okay, it's rare, and a lot of the times it's stuff that I just play with my wife throughout the day because we don't get to see each other, so sometimes we just screw around and play games with each other. So um, one of the things that we've played off and on throughout the years has been uh, Words with Friends, basically just glorified Scrabble. That is a fun game. Which like, is I'm fun. Like, oh, I mean, it yeah, is. It is. I, it's a real fun game. Intelligently like trying to figure out, because not only is it trying to figure out the best words or the letters you have, it's figuring out how to play the board so you get triple words, triple letters, stuff like that. I actually really enjoy it. Uh, now, it, because of the nature of the game, I don't tend to sit there and be like, oh, it's really mobile gaming. Like I say, it's just us playing it's, Scrabble, yeah, but almost... I'll give it to it. We play Words with Friends. I've had off and on bouts whenever I used to have a lot of like where I could sit down a lot, like when I was at, when I worked at the hospital. And didn't have a lot of, I, I had a lot of sitting time. I'd bring my Vita sometimes, but if, eventually throughout the shift, if it would die, I would just start looking for things to play on my phone, like Minecraft. But Minecraft starts to kill your phone pretty quickly. Oh, yeah. Uh, so I started playing uh, Candy Crush, and I did Candy Crush a couple times <sighs> just because I like I like Bejeweled style games, yeah. and I like trying to be quick at it. Uh, and I will say, there now I never spent money on it, but there is something satisfying about when you get a killer combo that just keeps keeps going. You're like, this is awesome. I'm doing really well. And I got way further than other people who were p- spending money on that game. I was like, this is ridiculous. I finally quit it. Um, I get bored of it. Um, I played a couple of other times. I mean, like one of the phone games I constantly uh, talk about is Monument Valley, uh, and it's a puzzle game that shifts perspective, and you have yeah. to pull those together. That game's awesome, actually. And there's a second they they did Monument Valley too that I've not gotten around to, but I do intend to. Uh, a oh. lost a, a, a lost phone or something like that. I played for a little bit, but yeah, I, I got that, stuck that one's super fun uh, somewhere. But I like the idea of playing on your phone as someone else's phone. Uh, cool yeah, idea. It's- because, like, the first thing I did, I don't know if you did, is, like, go through real messages and yeah. stuff. It's just, like, like I'm going to invade this person's like privacy. He's sending some nudes. <laughs> Which, there's but, not nudes in the game, but there's lewd photos of sorts. Anyway, it was interesting. So, I, there's games like that that come across. Actually, uh, again, back when I was at the hospital, two other games I'll give a shout-out to uh, that were actually fun that I played on there. Uh, one of them being uh, the Rayman games that they came out with, which was Rayman Jungle Run and, I think, Fiesta Run, something like that. Uh, yeah. And they took that UBR, Rayman Origins, Rayman Legends, style of uh, graphics and they actually look very similar uh, and they put it in instant runner form uh, just like they do with Mario but they make it to where it's more interactive than just jumping at the right times because like, you can hold your jump let off a little bit earlier but then there's things that you can interact with like swiping your finger over a thing so you can cut something that will fall down so you can actually run to it and jump onto it uh, and I thought it just worked really well and at the time I was still pretty high on uh Rayman Origins from Vita because I played that one on Vita yeah. and I loved it. I mean, the, Rayman Origins is one of the best platformers that has come out in recent memory. I still I love need to play it. that too because I think um, the only one available on Switch is Legends. Legend, yeah, that's it, it is. And Legends did better for some odd reason. It it switched way too much to trying to be rhythm based, and that's just not what I wanted out of it. It felt really good and tactile in the original Rayman Origins. So I mean, I don't know. You got a Vita? You could always play it on Vita. It actually looks beautiful. I do not have it. a Vita. Ah, I forget you. Never yeah, bought another Dead one. Pixels made me sell it. Um, okay, so the bonus question, bonus. I'll let you ask since it's directed towards me. Mr. Ryan, or as he likes to go by, Ryan Zulgiz Hunter. <laughs> I love that name. He keeps so he was much. changing it like a Ryazul, I can't uh, remember. Yeah, it was like, um, uh, oh, a Ryanthalos. Yeah, Ryanth- Azure Ryanthalos. To the yeah. world, so. uh, th- it's been fun to keep seeing him change it, uh, but... He asked, and Josh will appreciate this, Josh is probably the one who commissioned him to do this, why doesn't Saul play games with his listeners like he repeatedly says he will? And can we expect to be disappointed in the future? You know, it's funny because we were all talking in the PlayStation messages (laughs) earlier, and nobody responded to me. I'm just like, 
like I, I don't know what like what to do. Like we we conspired against you, Saul. That's I what guess happened. so. Like I said, I'm I'm off Tuesday, guys. If you want to play, it's like nobody texts back. I'm like, okay, this will this this will either be ignored or answered like two days, and it's gonna be when I've already made plans. <laughs> and you but know no, what? John's got no excuse, John. I know you don't have a job right now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there we go. Um, but yeah, like really though, it's getting off. It's been getting off at 10 p.m. the last like a lot this past week actually. And um, when I come home that late, it's very, very rare that I'll hop on a video game. And I do mean it's very rare, like once a month that I do that. Um, but my off day this last time, uh, this just this past uh, Wednesday, I bought uh, Overwatch. And I played that for quite a lot. Like, that's where I got the three to four hours of Overwatch. I mean, you don't got to explain yourself, Saul. Ryan, we'll play with no, you No, I'm just soon, saying, like, I, I, no, yeah, like, I love playing <laughs> with you guys. It's real fun. It's just, it's, it's hard to do it at 10 p.m. But uh, our last question of the day and uh, our intro into our main topic, we have Mr. Steve Biddo. He says, is Microsoft in trouble? Sony drew up a great roadmap for PS4, and when you combine that with an unbelievably strong exclusive lineup, PS5 will launch with a big leg up. The real X factor, though, I don't know if that's a pun intended or not, uh, is the Switch. Can the Xbox survive as a distant third console choice? And then he says to... to I like that he did this. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, to respond to the obvious rebuttal, backwards compatibility and Games Pass seem great for consumers, but clearly sacrifice revenue, which should be compounded by lower console sales. Okay, go. So, I will say that... um, To give a little bit of insight into this topic is that I was thinking of topics for this week and... The news is kind of slow. There's not really a lot that could tend uh, in the news around one big topic. And this I thought was fun because Phil Spencer on Twitter congratulated Sony for the uh, great God of War scores. And it got me thinking that this isn't the first time these companies have gone back and forth in this positive manner. And it actually makes me wonder, like, you know, they're probably doing it a little bit for a show, but at the same time, like, competition's good for companies. No, so, it is. It is, definitely. I so mean, like, yeah. There's and, so many sour, and we don't salty say, people. Th- there's there's one thing, you know, just right off the bat, it's not saying that Sony hasn't done, taken some jabs and oh, Microsoft hasn't taken yeah, some I was jabs. Yeah, say, they definitely. But they tend to do it in a way that, like, definitely with Sony. It's like, like a, a friendly, lot of, friendly girlfriend. Or it's like a, sure. it's like a fifth grade girlfriend. Like, I'm going to tip you <laughs> on the playground or I'm going to kick you in the, the chin or something. Well, it's see, like, like, my thing, and like I think a lot of people agree with this, is that even whenever they took that jab at, you know, E3 2013, where they shared the video, how do you share, how do you, uh, share games with friends on PlayStation? No, they just put it in there, put it in there. Brilliant. Right? But it was so jovial Right. And it was They're just like, fun and goofy that, that it was like, oh, they're obviously just, they're taking jabs, but they're having fun with right. it. Right. And know? it's kind of like the, the, so, uh, the Kaz tweet about um, Cliff, Cliffy B. Yeah. And so it's you, like Cliffy B was coming out saying something about it. And like, yeah, like did. it was good. And that's what I'm saying. Like when you do it in a jovial sense, I think a lot of people, it's that when you start to do it in a real demeaning sense that it gets to be a little unnecessary. Now, the start of this conversation really has come down to, I mean, Sony and Microsoft uh, are both businesses, right? right? PlayStation and Xbox are both brands. They have every right in the world, if they want to, the right to go and be really slanderous and just kind of say what they want to and negative you know, uh, towards the competition. I'm glad that it doesn't tend to go that direction. Right. Uh, now, of course... You the see, the, you see the things like where Sony says something weird about like Microsoft's kind of taking their limelight, saying, "Oh, well, we want 
uh, cross-platform play to go, and then Sony's saying they're weird. You know, I you know we're, it's we're not true, it. but the the oh well, we don't want to be responsible for the other people, and we got to keep our kids safe. And no, yeah, wrong. that that kind of trying to be good PR talk. It just I wish that they would have come out. I and hate just said that something a lot, about though. It. Yeah, I just. I would just say maybe not now. Like, that's it. Like, yeah, leave but, it up for future stuff. You know, regardless, you, you tend to maybe. see, at least on the outward appearance, from a, PR, from a PR's perspective, you see you see the companies on a face value being really nice to each other. Right. Uh, which is great. And what we were, what me and Saul were actually talking about with this and what kind of led him to wanting to do it is that sometimes it leads, and then there's a difference between facts and just people being buttholes about facts. Which is uh, quite, which, which quite, happens. quite uncommon compared uh, to the latter. <laughs> yeah, but so, what do you, you know, we were talking like, you know, we constantly see, I mean, I'm in a couple of groups on Facebook and different things, and I see across Twitter sometimes where people are just losing their mind between the Xbox versus PlayStation thing. Like, of course, it was funny that the tweet came out uh, where the guy asked Insomniac when Spider-Man would be coming to Xbox, and they said never, and everybody was like, sick burn! But that goes to show you there was a I couple mean, of people that took that too far, and like, I mean, it's, and, it's, and on, both, on both aisles, right? Because there are that, Xbox people that are like, this is BS, how could this happen? Blah, blah, blah. It's like, well, hey, first part's business. It's, and yeah, it's, it's a first-party game made you can't, by Sony. You can't, well, or, no, it's well, not a first-party. It's, yeah, it's a second-party. Second party kind of. Uh, and it's licensed. second-party. Insomniac. Good why stuff. do I get? Why do I get them confused? Sucker Punch is this first party. This is not party. Ghost, sir. Assuming uh, not Ghost, Call of Duty. Yeah. I'm down. Anyway, with that being said, you know you see that on both sides where they can be really nice about things, and you see this going on. But with that going on, you saw people blaming, you know, uh, PlayStation for taking a game away from them when that probably wasn't the case. And when it comes down to, you can't be mad that business happened, right? Sony in this case just you know. Out, outsmarted and probably had some kind of leverage that Microsoft didn't to be able to get something like this out. Do we know if Microsoft's going to get their own exclusive uh, Marvel-type game? Who knows? There's no telling. Evidence would suggest otherwise. But what we're kind of talking about is how why can't the discourse, and not saying it always is the opposite, but why can't the discourse between Xbox fans and PlayStation fans... I don't know who this is on Twitter, but I'm going to see who it is. Brand Bino? I knew I've seen the name before. No, it's Childish Brambino. Yeah, that's what I'm saying, Childish okay. Brambino. Uh, but anyway, so Saul, I mean, like, that's Twitter what we're kind of talking about, right? Is like, why can't there be a uh, a productive discourse, or at least a somewhat elegant discourse I, between the fan groups, right? I want to know, like, why is it that it has to be like, why why do console? I mean, I get it. Like, console wars exist because it's somebody brought it up in Discord too. I think is that it's almost like sports teams, like. Liam, there yeah. are way too many people though that take it way too far, and I'm not gonna lie when I say I used to be one of those people way back. And, in the and day, actually, though. I I edged on the side of being what I mean. And I, I, this is one thing I am a Sony fanboy, okay, but I well, edged. I we were here at a PlayStation yeah, podcast, exactly. But I edged. You know, I I got really close to the edge of being like, uh, you know, where I would instantly think Xbox and think something negative and stupid about it. But before we get too much further, I guess the first thing we should do for Steve is answer his is question. Answer his question. That's why I was going back to Twitter so, to pull with it that back being up. said, is are Microsoft in trouble? Absolutely. Oh, now, they're no, not in trouble in the sense of they're going to go under because, I mean, they have uh, – I guess the question is, is Xbox in trouble, right? Not really is Xbox Microsoft is a brand in trouble. is definitely in trouble. So, you know, Microsoft's not in trouble. They have their own – I mean, they're extremely wealthy. They have a lot of capital to do the things they want to do. They're not in trouble. Now, is the Xbox brand moving forward in trouble? I absolutely think it is. And like, like you say, the X Factor being the Switch, the Switch has continued to do so well and has such good – 
positive behind, uh, movement behind it because it doesn't seem to quite exist in the same place as PS4. It acts as a good sit-along for PS4 uh, and Xbox, depending on which one you have. But it acts as a complementary console instead of a direct competition, necessarily. Is it technically a direct competition? Yes, it is. But a lot of people buy them as a supplemental console. So with that being said... When you have PS4 with this roadmap you've talked about and this ex- incredible exclusive lineup that continues to get bolstered over and over again, and who knows what we're going to see with E3 uh, 2018. Can't be rivaled. Right? So you're, you're not being rivaled with it. We don't see anything from Xbox on the horizon that is trying to rival it. Uh, Xbox's scores have been lower. They've been putting out games that have had issues. Sea of Thieves is a, is a sad casualty of this. Man, I was um, so... I, I wasn't excited. Oh, I was... But I, was, I like, was curious enough to like almost... like I played the beta. On PC. Yeah. It ran well. It played well. It was fun. But I very quickly realized of the loop that it had and, and how failed the loop very sure, well. And that's could. what a lot of people had. A lot of people's problems with it were that the, the game itself, uh, the beta was the game itself. Pretty much. Yeah. Um, but so with those things being said, I mean, you're seeing Xbox flounder in a way that. You know, I, I mentioned this to someone earlier, and they said exactly they, they finished my sentence for me. Is what is the point of having? They come out with the Xbox One X, right? It gave them a sales boost for a little while, just like the S did, because it's a new console that tends to happen. People trade in the the less powerful one, get a newer one. So you see a sales bolster there, right? It gets them up, it gets them a little bit better PR. They're like, oh hey, we're at the top of the month. But with that being said, you have the most powerful console, and you don't have any beautiful games to take that take really the full use of this console and just extract every bit that it can do out where you see Sony on the side with its specific, um, you know, with its specific first parties is that it's constantly showing you even on the base PS4, what it can do with its hardware. Now, of course, is there more to games and graphics? Of course there is. But if you're going to make a console, that's just about being powerful and you being about the most, you really, play on it. you really need to show that off. And they've not been able to do that because they do not have the first party games ready to do so. Could Scalebound have been one of them? Possibly. Can Crackdown 3 be one of them? Possibly, but we don't know. We don't even know what Crackdown 3 is doing. So I guess right now is that Microsoft and Xbox are not doing a good enough job of communicating between all this. And I would say that unless we see something really drastic from them and not in the drastic sense of things like you said, backwards compatible and Games Pass, where they're trying to reach out and get as much good PR as they can, backwards compatibility, yes, it's great for the consumer. It, it gave them a lot of good will from the gaming community. Uh, Does that necessarily save them? No. It really is probably one of those things that was more of a bolster of people who already had the console and trying to get that little bit of people who are hanging on to 360 over to Xbox because now they can continue to play their games. Right. Um, But unless we see something really drastic from them, unlike Games Pass, which, like you say, is aimed towards trying to give them more good public will and maybe even create a service that they maybe can make profitable. Maybe I will, I will say that Games Pass is an excellent service. Like it's a very it's a deal you can't. I, I haven't really used beat. it, but it's an excellent idea. Is just what the, I will say. Well, just you know? the value you get out of it. I mean, you literally pay like I think ten or twelve dollars a month, and you can play any of their games like right then and there if you wanted to, and if you knew. You wouldn't put like hundreds of hours into Sea of Thieves. You could download Sea of Thieves for effectively twelve dollars if you only plan on playing it for less than a month, and that's you know that's it. You just cancel the service after that. You just have access. That's to That's true, game. and that's one of those things where it starts to drive revenue down because now oh, you're, yeah. you're because you're, you're you're effectively and and see that's that's another thing though is that 
if it's a game that's on Games Pass, I'm sure it was either made with Microsoft as a first-party game. If not, they probably were paid Buku's amount of money to cover that cost for those kinds of people, or for the people who did that. Well, I would imagine that if it's their service and they're trying to work with partners to get on there, some of it comes down to working with the publishers on their end. Yeah. So I don't think they're getting paid for it, but you know what I mean. They're working out something to where it, it is hopefully beneficial for both parties. Right, and I, and I will say that as you get older, too, with Console Wars, is that... When I was 12, 11, whatever age I was when I had a PS2, um, we had a uh, childhood friend named Adam, and he was all about that Xbox. And I'll never forget like how, how much trash he talked on the PS2. And it came down to uh, like me buying an Xbox when I was you know however young, because I, tra- I traded in my PS2 because of how big of a fan of Halo I was. Um And that's kind of where I, I stayed. Like that's that's that was it there. I was not necessarily persuaded, but I was kind of shown the benefits of the Xbox just on this one game. And I think that's why a lot of people are still clinging on to Xbox is that they still get, have those in, franchises they're used to. Well, and, and, yeah, and, and then on top, on top of that, Xbox Live obviously being the first real big uh, you know, online service. Yeah, you get, you get an, an achievement, with Halo 2 uh, achievements stuff. coming from them first. You know, yeah. I mean, you get ingrained in an ecosystem, right? right? I mean, I'm I'm really ingrained in the PlayStation ecosystem. That's what I am. I'm steeped in it. Yeah. I mean, I love the trophies. I I like all the stuff that comes with PSN voice chat. Now that we do more of that when I play online, you start to be like, well, I just prefer it. I like the trophies so much that it makes me want to stay here naturally, right? Because why play a game on Xbox if it's on both? If I can just play it on PS4 and get the trophies, right? And see, it's 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 the trophies. It's funny you brought those up because that is a very strong um, power because. How does this playing. answer the question? I guess is one thing I should say real quick for Steve. Are we done with Steve's? No, no, no I'm I'm going into. A okay, I'll just make it sure. I'll make it sure. Um, so like it's it's powerful that the the how how strong trophies are because I play in Darkest Dungeon on Switch. So I'm like, hey, that might have been a trophy. Yeah. But it's like can't tell because of the Switch. But um, he says to respond to the obvious rebuttal, backwards compatible and Games Pass seem great for consumers, but clearly sacrifice revenue. And that was one thing I was going to go into is that depending on who you are your budget, the games you enjoy, and I've said it before in the past, is that I think that, especially speaking on backwards compatibility, because I would kill for that in a, in a Sony system, uh, specifically, but this generation, this is what I'm using, this is what I feel the happiest with, and I, this is what I think that you will get every single advantage of being a like a really hardcore gamer, and it's the having a powerful PC, a Switch, and a PS4. Yeah. You are done. Which we've it. said multiple times. Yeah, so you I mean, are yeah. done with Xbox at that point because every game they come out with that is that you'd really want to care to play on is on Play Anywhere. Um, anything backwards compatibility-wise, you're going to be able to run it on that PC better than the Xbox One X is probably going to be able to run it, um, if not similar. And then you have the PS4 because that's where you have the great single-party games and, of course, all the multiplayer games in the world that have that deal with Sony because they get the season passes, they get the download content early, they get everything else in the world early, and another reason on why so many people have um, transferred over. But at the end, this is the final uh, answer or question, answer for this question, is he says, can the Xbox survive as a distant third console choice? Absolutely not. Um, they're really going to have to bump up their everything. They're going to have to bump up their exclusives. Their marketing. They can't go on to an E3 press four and talk about a car for twenty minutes. You can't do that. Um, you, that was an odd step. Games that too. was an odd step back. I mean, and it, and you know what's funny is that we they did exactly what Sony used to do, where they have a good conference, but they surround the conference with other stupid stuff, like c- talking about the Xbox 
one too often and slipping stupid words in there that people don't want to hear. Like, well, like this fake, thing like, is a monster. Yeah, and, it's like, like, and then they kept making sure they worded it that way. I'm like, okay, we get it. It's a powerful console, but show me the games and be consistent. Right. Talk to me like I'm a human, not a consumer. Right. And that, and see, that's... You Which know, has been the, great for Sony lately. Yeah. Now, whether that's going to continue on with, that, with Andrew so. House leaving and stuff, but... You know, they still have. Can it survive? No. I mean, like you're saying, the, the PS5 is already going to have a leg up coming into it. It's got such a strong PS4 generation behind it coming into it. And then I you're will dealing, say though, anything is possible because oh, anything's Xbox possible. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, it, it if takes, you look at last gen, it could that. It, I'm not going to say it will repeat. I'm not saying it can because I don't even think it can. But it's there's a, a a slither of a possibility that the player base that was on 360. So many people of those, like so many of those people, are on Sony now, and it's like it, it happened where everybody left 360 to come to PlayStation for the PS4. It still can't not happen for that to happen with Sony, and everybody leaves Sony to go to Xbox if they make the right move. But the problem is they can't because of the games. They don't have them. They don't have these exclusives. They don't have God of War. They don't have um, Spider Man. They don't have Spyro. I mean, they actually do have Spyro. Um, not originally though. But anyways. <laughs> Point well, being, they don't have these don't big have, games that are constantly hitting high Metacritic scores. Right, but you will never hear me insult someone. You will never hear me belittle someone over their console choice based off those facts. Yeah. If, I will never say, like, you're an idiot for liking Xbox. You're an idiot for liking Nintendo. You're in, you know, whatever it may be. I'm never going to belittle someone. I've seen the internet is such a toxic place when it comes to the console wars because... And I hate the cringiness of like. So this is moving back into the main topic, right? Just, yeah, to, yeah. Just I, to this is clarify. That was the whole rounded thing of like the. Like I felt like I yeah, adequately I answered this question. Yeah, go ahead. Um, but I, I, I the, the cringiest thing I've seen, and I saw it like a week ago, is that like it's a picture of like two children fighting, and it's like uh, Xbox versus um, uh, Sony, and then the, like it shows the adult behind him, and it's like PC Master Race, and I'm like, yeah, like. Obviously, like this is that's why they're called console. Wars. Okay, and, not I, a console and, and I will say, oh yeah, I will say this: memes, funny, right? No, cringy for that. Matter. Yeah, no, but I, memes are funny because normally it's people making fun of PC Master Race a lot of the time. You'd be you'd be surprised. There's a lot of memes where it's PC Master Race, but they're actually coming in and doing stupid stuff and making fun of. I don't them. think I've ever. I seen think one that of those are funny. <laughs> I have. Uh, but with that being said, I no, mean, no, that okay, kind of yeah, humor it, it's is called funny. console wars, right? Yeah, yeah, I'm with you. And and a lot of times people will insert PC in there. But regardless, we're going to call this gaming wars. But what are the console wars most heated with, right? PlayStation versus Xbox. It's been right. this way since the PS2 era really started. Uh, and it really gained traction when the when the Xbox 360 was able to completely overtake PlayStation's user base and PlayStation had to work to build back up, right? So this has been going on, I would say, the real ignition. Like 15 years. Yeah. Actually, that's that's probably a pretty good thing. So you got to think about this: fifteen years in the making of this real, and and a lot of it comes down from Sony and Microsoft being so similar yet different, similar and so different at the same time. Exactly. So when you're dealing with that, you know, and you have these people on both aisles, one of the things that happens naturally, and this is just to explain kind of why people easily fall into this, is that when you go into something and you buy something. Definitely people who don't have a lot of disposable income and they choose one thing, right? Now they've chosen it. They're like, I have it. It doesn't make sense for me to sell this and get an Xbox or get an Xbox as well because I don't have the money to do so. Right. It'll start to say, so what do you do? You start to try and self, like, you, 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 you self sell it. You have to, well, yeah, yeah. And what you're doing is you're sell, you're, you're preserving yourself by making it seem like the thing that you're getting is, is, is the better. And yeah, and, and, and it's, 
worth the money you spent on. And it. I think it's it's easy to fall into that, right? Because you're like, well, I bought this thing, and this is my story. I, I I want to make myself feel like I made the right decision. That, that was actually a point I was going to make too, and I said definitely that when younger we get older, kids, right? Yeah, because yeah. in older you have a more disposable income than you did. When well, not even 12. that. When you're older, you have more of a like, well, why do I care? Like this is what this is mine. Well, like, yeah, yeah. I don't true. have to prove to myself that this is a better thing. This Which is, is what crazy I, because you'd be surprised at some of the things I've heard overheard in a, GameStop from adults, yeah, from uh, people older than me, and it's just like, man, grow up, like. Seriously. Yeah, but the, those things being said, like, you know, we've had we, every we, we single... talked about the discourse, right? What we just said about Xbox, while while it may have been negative against Xbox, was it mean and hateful and saying the Xbox I'm sucks? Not calling, no. I'm not calling right? the fans stupid So we either. just had a, a, just... a positive, technically, at least in, in the long run, or at least a neutral, uh, you know, discussion that was, you know, about Xbox, even though we're places people. There's no hate. There's, we're not worried about that. But we're actually, you know... So that's what that's what I try and push for. But you know, you see these people, and it's part of it's because of social media and the ability to say very little, and then have people just share it without saying anything or share it with a very little add-on. Yeah. And people start to think their opinions mean too much, and then people start to act they like they entitled. have to be right. They yeah. have, they're entitled to this thing. So you start to see these Xbox people who literally, no matter what they do, the ponies, which is what the players Sony ponies, people, yeah. And, uh, all these ponies are getting this weaker console because they bought the One X. And again, see, this is the thing. Realistically speaking, you wonder, well, why if they have the One X, are they spending all this time? And this is a real thing. This isn't me trying to be hateful towards them. If they have the One X and it's supposed to be this great console and all this stuff, why are they spending so much time worrying about what we're doing? Why are they trying to prove something right to them? Should they just be on this amazing console playing it? No, I think that that's when it comes down to the thing I've never agreed with, and that's just adding fuel to the fire. It's just, you know, it's... You get okay, so you, I had a Game Boy. The war's been going so long at this point; it's just got to go on. Well, I was gonna say <laughs> I, I had a Game Boy for an example. Then Seth got a Game Boy Color, and he's like, "That's that." He's like, "Yeah." He's like, "Mine's so much better than yours." And I'm like, "Yeah, whatever." And he's like, "No, it really is." And it's like, "Yeah, I get it." And he's like, "Hey, look at all these colors." It's just like, "Nah, nah, 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 nah." It's like this is so much better. It's kind of like that mentality that they have, which is a really immature me- in mentality of, you know, I have something cooler. I have something better. It's it's just a better piece of hardware. It's 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 the biggest console you've ever seen. Well, and it's just like I get it. And, and, but here, here's what it comes it's down just to: the right? shoving it in your face constantly because they're trying to. They, yeah, sure, it, it goes back to like the trying to make yourself feel better because you have to constantly berate or say it out loud to make yourself feel more confident in your purchase that you have. Yeah, and it's funny because you basically just hit the head on the nail, right? So a lot of the toxicity in the console wars idea comes from immaturity. Yeah, because I mean, if you really, really think about this, these are things that. The problem with immaturity is the ability to think that your subjective opinion is objective fact. And that tends to be what happens in these things. Now, we can be on our Discord and World then can say, and again, he's using, he's saying it subjectively, but he has factual opinion, he has factual evidence behind it that, and then a subjective opinion of how the factual evidence will play out. And it may sound a little hateful, but he's just honestly, he's trying to be brut- brutally honest in extent of, Okay, I mean, he's literally said Phil Spencer's killing Xbox. Now, is he really saying that Phil Spencer's you know a bad guy or anything like that? No, what he's trying to say is that with some of the moves that, like Steve Beto mentioned, uh, like more backwards compatibility and, and Games Pass, they literally are sapping revenue from, I don't from know. Xbox. I, but when you say those things, so you know you have a subjective opinion. Now, younger people, and again, I've been there, that's why I know this, the younger you are, the harder it is to take your subjective opinion that you've built up around most of the time subjective anecdotal evidence, right? Yeah. People tell you. 
right? That's the biggest thing. People use anecdotal evidence all the time. Oh man, but I see, I saw this game. It ran better on Xbox than did on PlayStation. So Xbox has to be better. All right. And then you start to build this thing up around you where now Xbox is factually has to be better. But the thing about it is the only thing you can factually say is on a game to game spec to spec basis, because everything else about the console really comes down to subjective nature. And people who know that that is their subjective opinion and they're not trying to reinforce it as an objective fact can honestly and clearly say, Hey, you like that? I don't. Right. And that's the thing is that like, I don't agree with what they're doing, but I don't care. You have it. You do it. Bam. There you are. Or the even more mature, you know, that a lot of people do is this is the, it's really, that's the most mature. There's no even levels here, but the other people who are like, you know, competition's great. I may not like them. I may think that they suck. That doesn't mean that I'm pushing that on you, but Hey, they're there. The competition's good for Sony. Keeps them in check. Those things are easy ways to get. If you can just learn to separate your subjective opinion from the objective fact. Right. And people like to meld this into one big blob. And, and exactly. that comes from that self reaffirmation that you've bought something awesome. It, that comes from anecdotal evidence being in a, it's, it's funny a, being in an echo chamber because a lot of times these things are perpetuated by right. the people that you're around. And I, and I don't care like this, this, and this comes down to like power, like, and just kind of what we're talking about. I never will agree that backwards compatibility is one of those kind of tack on things. I think that is a very, very strong um, feature to have in a console. I don't think that it should ever be laughed at. In this case, no, it's not being. It's not being. It's not being laughed at. But they are. They no, are. I have toys. heard people. I have heard. Yeah, I've heard people laugh at it. Though is what I'm saying. Not Steve. Not not this. I'm talking. Yes, about, no, but I, I've, I've heard you. people say that's useless. It's not useless. I think it's a very. I'll always defend that because, especially for people our age, to go back seven years to go to play, say Red Dead in 4K now would be so I, cool. I'll, I'll give Xbox that. What a cool idea. Right. Not like, only have backwards compatibility, but have enhanced upscaling. Um, but I think that it all just comes down to if like, just play what you want to play. I was talking to a guy in GameStop like two months ago, maybe, maybe longer. And we were sitting there talking and uh, he told me he plays on Xbox. And I was like, Oh, that sucks. And it's not because I was insulting him. It's because we were having a 20 minute conversation about rainbow six siege. And, and you were like, wanting to we play, want with, to play them. with them. Uh, like it's like, the people who are who are younger of our uh, a, a younger audience, I, I would say probably younger than twenty, but maybe if you were like twenty one, twenty two, you may know people like this as well. Uh, I, I say that we're twenty six and twenty five. We about to be twenty five. And uh, wait, June, June, yeah, close enough. Um, well, then that makes me twenty seven. Then you're twenty five. Then so whatever. My birthday's in May. Um, anyways, uh, I've seen people older than us talking about this so like my whole thing is that like, play what you want to play and put yourself in a position stop re- like reviewing a product based off of how powerful it is and review a product off why you want it like i've seen it so many times people will say oh i got an xbox one x because it's the most powerful thing in the world and that's why i hate like we you can go back episodes talking about like the word the marketing 4k 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 buzzwords and stuff like stop that like Anybody you ever know, like, stop that. You need to go look at what the system has to offer. Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. I get what you're saying. Now, from a marketing standpoint, Microsoft kind of has to do that, right? Sony no, has yeah, to do that, right? definitely have to now, do that. Now, what you have to do, again... Well, everybody has to do that because that's how you sell. Like, you know, you're going to get the parents in there that don't know exactly well, what Well, you have to get for. people excited about your product, right? And, that, well, no, and some that of too. that is what feeds into the, the console war, but... You know, and, and, go ahead and finish your thought. I'm sorry. I was just going to say, at this, at this particular moment in time, the console technology for consoles is at such a level playing field across all boards. The Xbox One X is not much more powerful than the PS4 Pro. It is, but not by much. It, it's held back and, for different reasons, but yeah, right, go ahead. Yeah, and the and the Xbox One um, is is actually a little underpowered compared to the PS4, and that changes in games. Like, of course, 
I don't know how it is now because I haven't had an Xbox One in quite a while. But back when we had one, and even back when I had an Xbox One S, it played at lower resolutions but had better frames than the PS4. I would take that as a trade-off. Um, even somebody who loves frame rate like me, I'd love a crisp game just as well. Uh, oh, yeah, no, they, they but, trade off in different ways. But, yeah. Right, and every you. game is different. It's a, so much of a similar power level these two consoles have, these two companies have with their consoles, that, like, you could tell me you have an Xbox One X and you can brag about how good it is, and I'm going to... Like, I'm just going to be like, hi, yeah, I have games on my PS4 that are better than any games you have on your Xbox. Oh, you have CFDs? I'll go download on my PC and run it better than your Xbox One X. Like, it's not... These people are idiots. Like, that's just... <laughs> I'm just getting uh, who, a What people are idiots? Just anybody who tells me, like, you're an idiot for having a PS4 Pro, my Xbox One X well, see, is But your rebuttal doesn't need to be that way either, because your rebuttal just needs to honestly be, okay, I'm glad that you're happy with your console. Here's my reasons as to why. That's what I'm saying. So no, come at me, bro. Everybody gets the mentality a little bit, right? You gotta get that mad. I, I think to days. an extent, everybody gets tripped up no, in I, the console I, I, wars. I'm joking at this point. Oh, that's sure, that's but, the whole Madden joking. But, you know, I think everybody does get tripped up in it. At times, I find myself being like, well, that's really stupid, right? But I don't constantly sit around and think about this, and a lot of this comes no, out. Yeah. Like I say, immaturity being the root of everything is that a lot of the people that are so tied into the console wars they seem like they own sony or xbox like right. for you to be this this, this contrarian about this yeah. yeah for you to need this much validation or constantly push it's crazy it's like do you have stock my yeah boy? yeah like, are you, you own 90 percent of xbox <laughs> to talk like this so is xbox dropping so quick that you're having issues to get but regardless that's what i'm saying so when people are doing this you know a lot of the times you see it bleed out so it's, it's not a problem that you can necessarily stop it unless you change the societal standpoint because a lot of the times these are these are people that you see the rest of their life they do the same thing right they get a cell phone their cell phone has to be better the android iphone war is the is a, the greatest analog to the console wars that there will ever be probably i'll uh, say android's better uh, so it's one of those things like yes we can have a subjective opinion what's better but the, it's better because it fits us better right right and i know that iphone doesn't fit what i want from my phone better no if i had so, a mac and an ipad you, i would more than likely have an iphone that now, ecosystem is not a bad ecosystem and again see it's, it's just it's, not for me it's not meaning that you have to be so supportive of the other thing i don't necessarily i'm not supportive of apple i think it is funny occasionally when i see people joke about the fact that apple's like iphones never have battery or always have cracked screens or things like that you know yeah. like, it's funny to see but when i again that's why i say memes are very important distinction right because oh yeah because you can memes tell are, memes are jovial and joking but when you're dealing with people who are you know when you're dealing with people who are actually constantly typing out this just mean filth and mean-spirited and not yeah, that's when it's, you know it's like okay when you're attacking on, somebody else and i mean attacking not or know, people jovial. who like there's a guy that i clicked on the other day because he said something about god of war so it was where the I, I, it's been so long since I've heard Sony Pony, so that normally don't bother. Oh, yeah. Uh, and I looked, every single tweet he had was about how PlayStation sucks and Xbox is bad. Yeah, dude, you're living and your life like, in shambles at this point. Like, I was like, your entire life is based around you, how you have to apparently be the white knight for the Xbox brand. And then my, my thing is, is that they'll come out and they'll be like, oh, no, dude, I'm just trolling, bro. It's just fun. Like, no, you're spending way, way too much time on even trolling. So, yeah, so you know, this is an advice because we're not saying, like, luckily, I don't think we have any fans that we deal with and uh, we actually interact like, with. I don't think that, I've ever have seen this problem. a fan of ours that's Now, Liam, like I, I get Liam saying. It's not it, It's not a war. It's it's like football teams. You know, you root yeah, for your football team and you generally. perfect example I've ever seen of this. In, by nature of rooting for your football team, or you're your competitive team, in the nature of you're going to technically to win. want the opponents to slip up because you're wanting your team to do better. Now, when you when the other team does well, you don't sit there and go, Wah! you oh, just dude. go, oh man, they did. Hey, look at that. The sadness that I had when I woke up and watched Xbox E3 back in 2013 or 12, whatever it was for the original Xbox One. Yeah, 
Oh my goodness! And then to see Sony come back and be like, "You want to let him borrow a game? Just give him the disc." It's like see the, the jovial nature. It's funny. So that's what I would say. I mean, like this is this is just advice for anybody who has friends that do this. I would say sit people down and actually be like, if you can, if you're in a position to do so, just be like, "Look, what 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 is this for? Why do you need to? Yeah, do this? like what like, is the, what is the strength? What are you wasting your energy and time for? Grow up and put this energy and this effort that you're putting towards trying to substantiate and reaffirmate this Xbox versus PlayStation war, and put that towards some kind of useful skill like playing music or learning code or doing something important with your life. Yeah, learn yeah. to learn to." you'll naturally like I say human nature will make you have a a general perspective against something and bias will always play in but I mean, I think that if, it if just you or someone with, you know is struggling with <laughs> console war, <laughs> with console war addiction. Yeah, please call one eight hundred Triangle Squared. Yeah, yeah, or or, or visit double Yeah, no. <laughs> anyway, every time, every time I hear about a boy, it, it's just, just bot meets boy. I oh god, yeah, video game high school is great. I just want to see the the console war scale back and just become the console like hey this is a discussion around the consoles i want to see the people on both sides of the aisle being nicer to each other and just literally hey this is my opinion this is why i think it's better if we want to have a debate that's fine make it be respectful right. it's a debate right we it's can talk a, about like, why you can you can try a, and bring a, me over to your side it doesn't there's matter a thick line there's not a fine line there's a thick line between a debate an argument and a debate. Yeah, yeah, because an argument is just when you get into the just throwing out like, "Oh, Poop. you're you're stupid." Yeah, like here, you, you don't, you're dumb because of this. We don't give you reasons. So, I don't know. No games on an Xbox, and they suck. Yelling pejoratives at each other. <laughs> I don't know. I, it, it's an interesting thing. So I agree. Right, Terrible. seeing somebody like Phil Spencer the head, and right, or seeing somebody like Shu or like uh, uh, well, not Kaz anymore. Yeah, not Kaz, but uh, you know, uh, Sean Layden, Andrew, Layden, Andrew House, be no, oh, yeah, Andrew House, <laughs> he's gone now. Damn, Sean Layden, I guess. Like, yeah, but you know, seeing them, seeing them be nice and just you know, or at least not even nice, it's just like you know, seeing them be like, hey, look, we can acknowledge your success, right? Right, and that's important, and it's always will be. I think it's always. When these companies interact with each other, it's a very friendly reminder. And actually, just you know, like the idea for this topic, it's I, I a do, friendly reminder. I do want to. I want to say this in very specific, uh, and I, I don't want to say I'm getting his name wrong. Uh, I think it's like TT Mad Dog, something like that, uh, on Twitter, and he's actually somebody who uh, he's not so familiar. He he's he messaged us originally because one of his biggest biggest things is that he mentioned that most of the time when he listens to podcasts uh, about PlayStation. That all you really hear is constant, uh, you know, inflammatory statements about Xbox. Yeah, okay. And he, you know, and I like that he said that because one of our biggest goals going into this is like, look, we don't have anything to prove. Yeah, we're just we we have hanging out talking about. We have our own alliance to a console, but we are not trying to push it on someone else. We just want anybody else who shares that alliance or even has, shares the multi console alliance, like a lot of people do. Great, you know, Saul rides the the Switch PlayStation say, I, pretty I play, hard. I played my Switch this week more than I've played my PS4. I've played my PC this week more than I played my PS4. So you know, you does that mean line. I shouldn't be a host of this show? No, yes, Saul, you're fired, Donald. Trump time, boy. <laughs> anyway, Saul, thank you for joining me for another episode. And like we said, we are starting to try. One of our biggest things that we want to do is like push community a little bit more. It's something we have to be a little more mindful of. So, with that being said, Saul was talking about following us on Twitter. If you are new to the show and you like what we're doing, you want to interact with us in uh, other ways outside of the show more directly, uh, we do. Try and tweet back to people all the time. Message we, yeah. back. We have a Discord channel that you can join. We do Pinned PS Plus the, pals, which is every month we choose. Uh, we have y'all vote in one of the PS Plus games so that everyone has access to it. And we go ahead and play it. And we kind of share a dialogue about what we liked and what we didn't like about the game, what we're currently liking. If we need help 
if we want a trophy boost, those kind of things. That's our biggest way to get community outreach. But before we leave you, we like to see what you guys think about the console wars in the comments below. If you uh, are listening know. on podcast services, tweet us your thoughts. Uh, Steve, thanks for the question. I'm glad that it Great worked question. so clo- closely into what we were already wanting to talk about. Uh, and I think that it's we've already reader, proven man. that you can have a positive or at least you know a general calm discourse about something like this, and it doesn't have to go anything crazy. Now, have we said things like I said that were somewhat deflammatory I'm against sure, Xbox? I'm sure not I've necessarily. Said in the past, but it's not like I'm a t- I'm not a person dead set against Xbox. Yeah, being Xbox. We both own an Xbox One. Yeah, I've sure. Owned two and I enjoyed it. I played the hell out of it at the time that I did play it. I mean, it wasn't my main console, but I still did it. So anyway, let us know your thoughts on the console wars, and let us know. I would like to see if anybody has crazy stories involving people with the console wars. Let us know. I that love for those. Sure. Uh, just because I, love I say I love them. Of course, we're over here talking about we don't want to see it, but when you do, it's funny because you're it almost is. like I mean, you got to take everything into a laughing matter though. If you take it seriously, then you hate that person. It starts to get more annoying. So yeah. yeah. Uh, until next week, though, this has been Triangle Squared. So thank you for joining us. Thank you, guys.